Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc. Okay, Throw Up Thursday, take two. <laughs> we'll see if Olivia can get on this one. Otherwise, I didn't really have anything prepared to talk about. Okay, there's the wave. Now we're going to get the request coming up here. Uh, I didn't really prepare anything to talk about, but I can talk a little bit about potential spring fever right now, which is, should I call you because it won't let me request? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, so Olivia's going to call and I will put her on speaker and we will do it that way because I don't really have a ton to talk about, although the spring fever uh, thing hello. is real. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm okay, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get know it. why it's just like not even coming from this option, but hey, we're okay. rolling with it. This All right. Call-in version of the show. All right. Well, Olivia, calling in. Will you tell <laughs> us? Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming Hello. back. Um, I I would love to see your face, though, Olivia. I, I love it I when we do this together. Okay, I give me a question. Everyone. What do you got on the list? Today. Um. So actually, you were just talking about spring fever. I had a question about spring. Okay. Shoot. Um, I'm just saying how to prepare yourself for the spring fever. Oh, so, God. Tips. That is such a great question. How to prepare for spring fever? Well, first thing is know that it's coming. Um, for years and years, and you know this, Olivia, but not everybody does. For years and years when I did group practice and private practice, I knew that April was coming and it was going to be hell. Every year, it took a it took a handful of years to figure out a pattern that I was so wiped out in April, and I didn't even know I didn't even like consciously know that I thought it was spring, and I started taking April off, like taking a couple of weeks off in April, and I still hadn't totally put it together. But now, hi Megan. So now. I believe that April is the cruelest month, but the weather is weird here right now, mm -hmm. and it's warming up in a big, bad way, and it's a little early. April is usually when it happens full on, but, you know, it doesn't not start in March. But, yes, Alyssa, we are animals. Don't forget, as evolved as you think you are, you're still an animal. And spring <laughs> fever is real, so everything gets ramped up inside of us in a physical way. So what I would see is, you know, people that suffered from anxiety got a surge of more anxiety in the springtime. People that suffered from some sort of depressive disorder would see other people out in like less clothing, having fun, whatever, and feel more of what they were feeling, which was something like of a bummer and so now you add this layer of covid onto it i just think that we are just so like raring for an energy energy release yeah that i am expecting that spring fever this year is gonna be nuts <laughs> so so that's i mean did i answer your question at all so, oh no how do you so prepare we can take this time to 
time before April starts, we're starting to like notice spring creeping in, how yeah. to like prepare and treat ourselves with the best like foundation yeah. going in for spring. Well, and some of it is our usual, which is you validate the feelings that you're having before you problem solve. So yeah. if you know that you're running a little high on anxiety and then you're coming into spring, how about we try not to pathologize the crap out of ourselves and make it like all of an emotional issue. It's probably not all emotional. Emotional might be the effects of this physical surge of yeah. spring. So like take it easy on yourself. Definitely validate your feelings and probably up your cardio. Yeah. Cardio is really going to help walks. It doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be anything nuts. It could just be a 20 minute sustained, very moderate walk. And that will help you, you know, hydration, all the self-care stuff, eating right. If you tighten up your self-care stuff and add a little bit, add a couple extra walks during the week while validating your emotions, I think that you will smooth it out considerably. Yeah. <laughs> and Allie says masturbation, just saying, hey, that's always a yes. Yep. Yeah. Up the masturbation, it's an anxiety reliever, and it gives you all the good, all the good, um, brain drugs yeah so yes yeah. that now that answered your question yes it did okay yeah. all right what's yeah. next okay um <laughs> plus people can ask questions in the comments if you want although i usually need olivia to help me out with that one but please so just do it just to mess with jj yeah do yeah time to do it do it this week yeah i mean this is going so smoothly already so you know <laughs> okay so I have a question from a friend. Yep. Um, and so they asked how to help themselves get out of a habit of speaking to themselves in an unkind way. Okay. Just catch it. Don't judge yourself for having done it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> did you see Sam's comment? I assume I assume that don't have to tell me twice comment is about the masturbation. <laughs> I'm not even on the live. Oh my god, why? Wait, can't I, you even watch it? Well, if I hear you on the live oh, and on my phone, right. then I'll like make my brain burst right, open. Right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> so how the question is, how do we undo negative self-talk? Mm -hmm. Catching it. Catch it and use it as a cue to shift your mind, turning the mind, that's a DBT skill. We turn the mind to something else. You know that your mind is going to be occupied on something, so occupy it on something productive and positive on purpose. These are the mindfulness skills. You're doing it on purpose. So you catch yourself saying some detrimental self-harmy self-talk. You simply notice it and then have a line on deck a mantra, an affirmation, have something pre-prepared. The training wheels mantra that I give people is I approve of myself. It doesn't have to be that. It can be your own words. Just make sure it isn't like subtly negative because then you're repeating that and it's still self-harming. So 
let's say it's I approve of myself. So you catch yourself saying something, oh, that was stupid. Although I, that was stupid isn't even that self-harmy. But I, I don't even want to repeat it because I don't like the way I feel even when I'm doing the quote. But yeah. usually it involves the word stupid, which is a very, very harmful word. So you catch yourself doing something like that, saying something like that to yourself. Everybody has patterned ones, so go find what they are. And then you're like, oh, oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So then you use your mindfulness skills to notice. And then you insert the affirmation, the mantra. You don't spend time being like, ah, fuck, I did it again. I'm so mad. <laughs> don't even bother with any of that shit. Just use the habit as a cue to insert the mantra instead. And you do that as many times as you need to, and that means a lot of times. For many days, you're gonna do that over and over and over again. Allie suggests, I am enough, I'm doing enough. I would even pump that one up because there, that enough thing irritates me. Um, I am, I am awesome. I am perfect. I enough suggests that we. It sort of legitimizes the worry that we aren't. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So while that one's perfectly fine, I don't think the mantra is enough. <laughs> <laughs> so especially Allie, an adult, an adult. An advanced DBT student, you can pump that shit up, Allie. Mm -hmm. I'm a walking miracle. How about that one, Allie? We've discussed that before, too. Give me another one in the comments, damn it. I am enough. I'm doing enough. Come on, Allie. This week. <laughs> I'm like doing a parallel process. I'm recreating the negative self talk here. Yeah. So we catch it, we don't judge it, we insert a new mantra and a new habit. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah. You want to yes. add anything? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's, like, I'm happy that my friend is realizing it and wants to work on challenging that because it's such, like, a thing that goes unnoticed for so long and seems normal, but it's really not. Yeah. And something that I did for myself when I was working on getting out of, being really unkind to myself was to like, you know, catch the way that I was speaking to myself and be like, I would never say that to somebody else. I would like Ooh. never talk to anybody else yes. that way. Yes. And so then I, instead of doing a mantra, which I think I could do a mantra and then also do this is then rephrase what I had said as if I were talking to my best friend. Yes. Okay. I'm like, going to cut oh. you off just in case people oh, yeah. can't hear what you're saying. Cause this is yeah. really, really good. So in case you didn't hear, Olivia, and you know what? Tell me, by the way, if you can hear her or not, and I'll let her talk more. I just don't want to, you know, if it's silent, yeah. I don't want to. So, Olivia is saying, and I totally agree with this. I've said this for a very, very long time. If you would not say it to somebody else, someone that you love, do not permit yourself to do it to you. If you know it's cruel enough not to ever say to your best friend, then discipline yourself to not say it to you because actually you are your best friend. Your mm -hmm. best friend is your second best friend. <laughs> you are your best friend. So treat your best friend with compassion and love and kindness. Oh, uh, Me Megan says we can hear it. So that's great. Okay. Great. So 
Uh, Allie, I'm still waiting for your revised uh, <laughs> mantra, by the way. So, so yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. And that's Olivia's answer. Yeah. Okay. What well, next yourself. one? I've been watching a lot of Drag Race lately, so, you know, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else if you can't love yourself? That's right. That is right. <laughs> yes. How are you going to love anybody else if you don't love yourself? And that is something people say all the time. But let's practice that, shall we? Yeah. Let's, like, put our money where our mouth is. People say that shit all the time. Yeah. That talk to themselves in very cruel ways. Knock it off, hypocrite. Quit being <laughs> a freaking hypocrite. People yeah. will not listen to you and take you seriously if they can feel some sort of misalignment within you. I think, I mean, I think the reason I have been so good at this, meaning connecting with people and teaching people, is because every one of you motherfuckers knows that I do the things that I suggest you do. Yeah. So there's an alignment there that is so powerful and creates trust so quickly that your friends can feel that too. You don't have to be a shrink. We yeah. all give people we love advice. They're not going to listen if they can, like, primally detect in your energy that you're full of shit. Yeah. So don't be full of shit. Be Definitely. disciplined. I mean, I don't even... I, I, I haven't done the negative self-talk for so many years that I don't even like to do a quote of people yeah. that I've helped. Because I feel crummy. Yeah. I feel a bit of like sadness and um, like I'm harming myself. Like I'm betraying myself. Even though it's just a line. Like yeah. it's not even my line. Oh, we got one from it. I am a walking miracle and I'm killing it. Oh, that's yeah. a motherfucking mantra, yo. <laughs> All right, Allie. Beautiful. Much better. That definitely is enough. Yeah. I'll also say on that is like since I've started to really truly love myself in like a real full way, it's deepened all of my other relationships and made them so much more like pure. Yeah. Because I don't need you know, it's like I'm my number one best friend, I'm my number one love. Yeah. And so I don't like need anyone to like fill that hole for myself that I'm not filling. Yes. And so it, it gives them the freedom to be like their full own person and be in my life. But I'm not like, do I look okay today? Like what's going on? And it's so much calmer and it's so lonely. And you're like to make your own head a lonely place is so sad. Yes. Oh my God. I could like see your face <laughs> saying that, even though I can't see your face saying that. Oh, that is so beautifully put. Thank you for saying that. That's really lovely and loving. Yeah. All right, my dear. Feel teary. Okay, another one. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So this is another one from a friend. Okay. Wow. Uh, so they said um, everyone's talking behind your back, by the way, on the <gasps> chat about how awesome you are. Oh, I was like, are they all talking shit? You no. Know, like, oh, yeah, of course they're not. <laughs> no, of course they're not. What kind of negative self-talk demo is that? Worry that was thoughts. a joke. Worry thoughts um, are not fact. They're just worry thoughts. Yes. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So this question is from a friend. They say, 
my friend is dating somebody that um, I don't like. Uh-huh. How do I deal with that without betraying myself or feeling fake? Don't hang out with that person. With the partner or yeah. with the, yeah. Yeah, just see your friend alone. Done. I mean, I I bet if that friend was on here, there could be, we could ask more follow-up questions about, like, where that line is. Do you want to hang out with both of them? Would you rather just hang out alone? But I'm sa- mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with my answer because we don't have the details. And also because yeah. I think that people forget that that is their number one option. Mm-hmm. You do not have to hang out with both of them. Yeah. You don't have to like the partner either. Particularly, I mean, like I would ask if I had this person live, I would ask how long they've been together. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been together for a while. What's a while? Um, Like two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that could cause a real problem at that point. Yeah. Um. However, I bet this person did not not hang out with them in the beginning, and they probably would like to do that now. And mm-hmm. you can do that without being a dick, by the way. You 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 can do it without being like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with that person. Mm-hmm. Um. You could even say those words more compassionately, but you could just spin it like, you know what? I'd like some alone time between you and me. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just keep saying that until they confront you and they're like, hey, do you not like my partner? (laughs) And you're like, no, I really don't. But, um, you know, I respect your choices and I would rather just continue hanging out just us. Um, Yeah. And if you want to discuss why I don't care for your partner, we can absolutely have that discussion, just not right now. Uh And that is because... They're already on the defensive now. If you just told them, if they just said, and they're probably going to try and spin it jokingly too, you know, like, oh, what? Do you not like my partner? No, I don't. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, what the hell? But that's kind of bullshit and just like disingenuous because they knew. They already knew. And that's why they asked you like that to try to get you to say you did like them to like paint you into a cor- anxiety corner where you wouldn't do the confrontation. Do not do that. That's yeah. a kind of a gaslighty, shitty thing that people do that's like preemptively controlling and defensive. Do not lie if you are asked directly. And mm-hmm. then if you an- when you answer truthfully, then you say, I'm happy to discuss this with you sometime, just not right now. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're going to have such a kick of anxiety from that that now is not the time. They are too emotionally activated to have a wise mind discussion about that. Let me just see. Um, Megan has a question. How do I manage anxiety around opening up my circle post-vaccine? It was grossly so much easier when the decision was made for me. Right. Um, <laughs> this is kind of funny because... <laughs> We specifically asked for questions in the comments, yet I resist Megan in particular asking me this question. (laughs) Because I want you, Megan, to figure out what your values are on this instead of polling the universe to offload responsibility for this decision. Um. And... I'm saying that because I have a history 
with Megan and this externalizing. Yeah, you know, right? You know, she's laughing. <laughs> um, but how do I manage my anxiety? Well, Megan, how do you manage your anxiety? <laughs> Three deep abdominal breaths. Like, I'm going to choke you out. You know these answers. I've known you for so long. You know these answers. Yes, what is easy to validate is that when the decision was made for you, it was somehow easier and you could just like piss and moan about it. And it didn't have to be like <laughs> you rejecting somebody. I think the worry is that people are going to like, feel sad, feel mad, feel, think they're being rejected, whatever. Well, too goddamn bad. Plus, yeah. Megan, you got a kid, you just use the kid as a reason not to. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like your baby is going to be scarred by you being like, I can't, I got a baby. And, and why don't people already know you have a newborn and back off? I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> Whatever with that, it doesn't yeah. relieve you of the responsibility of having to deliver the boundaries that may haven't, that may, people might negatively react to. Too goddamn bad. It's a form of saying no, and if people cannot respect your no, then that's their problem, not yeah. yours. And the your problem is... It is your responsibility to deliver your boundaries. No one can do that for you. No amount of data or collecting statistics or whatever. There, don't overdo that, please. Check inside. Check with your gut, your values. Listen to your heart. Take a quiet moment by yourself and ask the question and see what comes. Everybody that knows Megan knows Megan knows this answer already. So, and scene. <laughs> Next question. One more. <laughs> One more. Okay. You are shaming. Yeah. I mean, I'll also, I'll also say for that, it, well, when you're saying that, it just reminds me of, like, your book and of being a kid and of wanting those boundaries and having, like, the wanting to, like, rage against a wall of something. Yes. Yeah. And feeling safe in that boundary. And I'm dealing with the same thing with, like, the parents at the school or the parents that I'm working with and the school's reopening and they're feeling the same level of, like, frustrated because now, like, well, now we have to choose whether or not to put our kid in school and I'd rather just not choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I want, you know, to a solid gold toilet. I don't know. You yeah, know, exactly. I really yeah, like, want validate that. What? Or validate the frustration and... You got to make a choice. Yeah. And how about we don't validate the frustration because the frustration is the cover for the fear. Mm, mm -hmm. I think what needs to be validated is the fear because everybody's yeah. going victim on this shit. You know, like that's our mm -hmm. default is to be like, oh, I can't. And yeah. like go ragdoll on it. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. I can't choose. Oh. So useless, I can't do it. No, no. Oh, I was doing the. I'll tell you later. Okay, <laughs> it's not worth explaining. Oh, were you doing the puke guy? Yeah. What? <laughs> were you doing the like the throw up puking? No, guy? I was doing the. I was doing the um, unicorn that when you press oh, the yes, button yes, it yes, collapses. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so when you go victim like that, it's usually because you're afraid of something. Yeah. And you, you don't want to choose. You want to just get away from the thing that makes. You afraid? Well, yeah. what do we do in DBT? We validate the fear and then we go toward the thing that we're afraid of. Here's the yeah. thing is that usually when I deliver that, 
it's I say because <laughs> most things in modern society will not kill us. <laughs> So we know to go toward them. That is yeah. the wild card thing that COVID yeah. is has changed. Yeah. Is we don't know if it's going to harm us or not. We don't know for sure. So mm-hmm. even when we're, even when we know for sure that it's not going to kill us, we have, we, have, we still do the like rag doll thing and don't yeah. want to choose. So this is infinitely harder. And yeah. that's the part I really can get behind with like, with like, you know, validation of Megan, this, and to have a newborn, you know, the whole thing is super scary. And that is easy to validate. Yeah. So let's not go too far into frustration. Let's not go too far into like martyr victim. Yeah. Figure out what your values are, make that choice. And this, you know, the scarier thing is the confrontation. Just say no to people. Yeah. That's the, that's the safe one. Is to just tell people no. And if you're afraid of their reaction, you got COVID to back you up. Yeah. It's a perfect, you know, time to use that excuse, too. Yeah. It's funny because when you were saying all that, it really reminded me of the beginning of COVID, how people were, like, ragdolling and feeling pissed off because they felt like their choices were being taken away. Yeah. And now they they feel like their choices are being taken away by giving more choice. Right. Right, you can't you you can't, can't win. win for losing, you know. Yeah. Everybody's just like pissed off and scared. So, yeah, which is get yeah. real. Yeah, get real with your emotions, and then get real with what you believe your responsibility is in that situation. And I'm talking to everybody now, not just Megan. This okay. I am seeing this everywhere that people are ragdolling and going possum on their responsibilities. Because they're harder now. Then they are harder now. So, okay. I think that we did pretty well considering we couldn't get you in. We'll have yeah, to figure that so. out later, I guess. So, thank you all for joining us for Throw Up Thursday. I hope <laughs> you do leave feeling a little bit lighter. Um, thank you, Megan, Allie, Grace, everybody that interacted with us today. And thanks for joining us. We will put this up on YouTube, and by we, I mean Olivia. We'll be putting this up on my YouTube <laughs> and the uh, IGTV. Oh yeah, and IGTV, absolutely. So you can see the replay of this on YouTube or IGTV. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next love week. Love to you all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Get in touch with me, Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc at drjjkelly.com.